Hello, my name's Julie Pryke. I'm a mum, a grandma, or rather nana, to four kids, and I'm a storyteller and a children's author. Welcome to Tell Tales to Kids, the podcast that helps you develop your skills by helping you to tell your own stories, get you making them up and sharing them with your children. Each time I'll try to give you new and easy tips to storytelling and at the end of each podcast I'll also tell an example story for your children to listen to with you or for you to tell them yourself later. Let's get going. Episode 1, Getting Started. This session is for anyone who's interested in reading to or making up stories for children to enjoy. Sit back Relax and let me tell you a short tale of why and how I got involved in storytelling and then we'll move on to how you might do so too. I'll give you some examples and ideas how to get started. Go on, you know you want to. Whilst I read a lot to my own children, I really started telling stories in a regular way following the birth of my first grandchild, Thomas, in 2005. He lives in Germany with his English dad, my son, German mum and sister, Finja, who arrived in 2008. But because they're in Germany, I don't have the immediate closeness of seeing him or Finny as often as I would like to. So I used to tell them stories on request almost any time I was with them, and also when I was speaking to them over the internet, using a webcam or on the phone. They're a little older now, but still close. A second son and his family now live in Canada. These grandchildren are Kian, aged seven, and his sister Isla, aged five. They sang the song for you, and she is the biggest giggler of all time. As a great believer in stories and storybooks, as part of developing a child's love for reading and thirst for knowledge, I soon began at making up very short stories for Thomas, using stories I remembered uh, from my own childhood to provide a model for me to work from. For example, I remember hearing Danny Kay telling and singing the Hans Christian Andersen stories, such as The Ugly Duckling or The Three Billy Goats Gruff, and I would tell them to Thomas as we walked along holding hands or he was sit- sitting on my knee having a snuggle. Imagine my delight when he was about two and a half and he told me uh, his first story back, something on the lines of, Nana, there was a dog called Peter and he went to the shop and he got a bone out of a bag and he went home. He was delighted, I was delighted, grins of uh, pride and delight on all sides. Since then, I've used every opportunity to develop stories for all of them. So why am I telling you this? Well, to encourage you to move on from just reading stories to children and to help you develop your storytelling skills, whether or not you have any experience already. I'm not saying do it this way, just offering a few suggestions to help you along the way. Telling stories and reading or being read to are important to me as they offer so much to the listener and reader by maybe awakening a new interest in a new area or offering solutions to problems. 
but also because if they're spoken out loud, they become a warm, shared, comforting experience with an adult on hand to take away the fright from a scary situation, even if they created it in the first place. They help build that all-important bond between you. They provide a reference point for future conversations and experiences. And a repeat is often requested. It's a fun experience, a memorable one, and one well worth doing. I feel that everyone can tell stories. You might think it's a bit frightening or embarrassing, or it is completely outside of your experience. But so was walking or swimming, driving, writing, cooking at some point in your life. It's practice which makes a good storyteller. In a moment, I'm going to tell you something I call a 30-second story, as it's a good example of how you might tell a very short story of your own. Maybe that just one more story moment when they're in bed and you hope they're ready to sleep. Can you remember something? that you or a family member did which still makes you chuckle. Tell this as a story and you're on your way. Look at a story in any children's book. How would you tell it if the adult character was you? A dad, a granddad, an auntie, mum, family member and the children were the children you're talking to. What special characteristics and experience would you bring to the stories? Would they be more adventurous, more factual, funnier? The secret is to do what feels best to you. Whether you live with your children or only see them occasionally, perhaps they live far away or are actually only allowed occasional contact, you will enjoy sharing stories with them and they'll be delighted that they're stories which you have made up for them and you will grow that great positive bond between you. For me, this device of personalising stories with the names of my grandchildren, plus including a couple of magic animals, we have Susie, my dog, and Wanda, my cat, as well as Nana, that's me, has been very useful in helping me imagine situations and outcomes for the stories for the children when they were younger. Once you begin telling your own tales, try and find a a device which will work well for you. Perhaps you will include their names, make them the heroes. Perhaps you like animal-centred stories. Perhaps physical adventures, history, poetry, or including jokes that they will also enjoy, but will be what you'd like to do most in your stories. The list is endless. And remember, you can't really make a mistake. It is your story after all. So no one else, and maybe not even you, know how it ends. When he was about three, I asked Thomas to suggest three things to tell him a story about, and he came up with a race, a frog, and some chocolate. So I told him this. Now, if you've got children around, now's the time for them to listen. They'll have been a bit bored beforehand, but I hope you won't. Tell me a story before I go to bed. You promised me you'd follow. You promised me you said you would. Tell me a story before I go to bed.
So, I hope you're ready now. That music will have just given you a little reminder and time to get them. Thomas and Finney were racing on their bikes down the path near Nana's house and Susie and Wanda, the dog and the cat, were racing along beside them when, very strangely, a large turquoise frog jumped onto the back of Thomas's bike and put his hands over Thomas's eyes. Ah, oh, dear. Fortunately, frogs have long, spread-out fingers, so Thomas could still see where he was going. And I mimed that bit. He called out to Finney to help him. Quickly, she reached into her backpack where she kept all her magic things and pulled out a piece of chocolate. She threw it to the frog who ate it all up and then became a little ordinary green frog again. They took him to the pond and let him go and then they had a lovely picnic and raced back home. I hope you enjoyed that. Now, that was actually only uh, 126 words and I didn't really know what would happen when I started telling it but just thought of each of the three objects uh, in turn and brought them into the story um, to try and rescue what I'd already said. You can see why I like magic, because anything can happen. I'll be back soon. Please check the dates on my website, which is www.telltalestokids.com. A bit like the heading for this series. In fact, exactly like that with the .com. You'll also, after the 4th, uh, 15th of October, you'll also find a little freebie a shortened version of this podcast, which you can download and print out. Thank you. See you next time. Bye.